Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, November 17th. I'm Steve Baker. We'll have an election update, plus more on the proposed reopening of the Idaho-Maryland mine. More later, but we'll start off with regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today mostly sunny, high near 60, tonight low 36, tomorrow 56 and sunny. Sacramento, today mostly sunny, high 62, tonight low 37, tomorrow 64 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, today mostly sunny, high near 48, tonight a low of 12, Friday high 34 and sunny. Placerville today, mix of sunshine and clouds, high 61, Angels Camp today 63 with intervals of clouds and sun. An additional 9,233 ballots have been counted in Nevada County, bringing the total to 38,057 ballots. An additional 12,500 remain to be counted. In the 3rd District Congressional vote for the entire district now, Republican Kevin Kiley is ahead 52.9% to 47.1%. Kermit Jones, the Democrat, trailing by over 10,000 votes. In Nevada County, though, it's a different story. Kermit Jones, 57% of the vote. Kiley, 43%. And in Nevada County Supervisor District 3, the Grass Valley area, Lisa Swarthout is winning that one with nearly 62% of the vote so far. And Grass Valley City Council, Hillary Hodge and Haven Caravelli are the top vote-getters, both with over 40% of the votes. And Measure V in Nevada County, the sales tax increase of a half cent is trailing, losing by 51 to 49%, a difference of 712 votes. Measure W, Nevada City Historic Neighborhoods, has been defeated so far by a 3 to 1 margin. And in the race for Nevada Joint Union High School District trustees, the leaders are Olivia Pritchett, Wendy Willoughby, and Ken Johnson. Next up is KVMR News producer Felton Pruitt with a follow-up on our story yesterday on the Idaho-Maryland mine proposals. We're talking with Georgette Aronow. She is Nevada County's Senior Management Analyst. And we've got the final independent report on the economic impact of the proposed Idaho-Maryland Mine Project. And that is available for people to read. Let's talk about that, Georgette. Sure. It's 90 pages. Have you actually finished reading it? I have. I have read through it. Who asked for this report to be done? Was it the Board of Supervisors? Correct. Um, In response to requests by the community, the Board of Supervisors directed the CEO's office to contract with Robert D. Nyhaus, we refer to them as RDN, to conduct this independent economic study of the proposed Idaho-Maryland mine project. And how long did it take them to do this report? About 11 months. Where can people go and read this? So the report is posted on Nevada County's website, which is nevadacountyca.gov backslash IMM economic report. Rise Grass Valley has proposed to reopen the Idaho-Maryland mine, which was opened many, many years ago. And there is some community concern about this, and that's why this report was put together. The idea was to look at the economic impacts. Those aren't addressed by the EIR that is currently underway. And this is just to provide additional information to the Board of Supervisors. Again, it's an independent study on the economic benefits and costs. And we had the contractor look at really three primary areas, the first being the economic activity that might be expected if the project became operational, and then the potential impacts to property values for properties around the mine, And then finally, sort of on a more 
closer to home level, like what are the costs to the county and or other public agencies, as well as additional revenues that might be expected as a result of the project. So I guess there would be then a meeting to discuss what's found in this report, and the public can also comment on it. Is there a scheduled uh, time for something like that to happen? Yes, there is. We will be holding a webinar with RDN on December 15th at 6 p.m. That's Thursday, December 15th. And then they will do a presentation with the findings of the report. We're encouraging folks to go to that website that I mentioned earlier and submit any questions that they might have about the report in advance of the webinar so that RDN could potentially address them. Give the website one more time so folks can go there and start reading this 90-page report. Sure. It's www.nevadacountyca.gov backslash IMM economic report. One more thing also about the website there. There is a, a link to register for the webinar. So if if folks want to attend, they can go to that website, click on the link and register. We've been talking with Georgette Arano, the Nevada County Senior Management Analyst. Thank you for the information. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Felton. After back-to-back historic state budget surpluses, the D-word, as in deficits, is back. California analysts are projecting Governor Gavin Newsom and state legislators could be forced to navigate a $25 billion budget deficit next year, that according to the Sacramento Bee. That shortfall, according to a new report from the state's Independent Legislative Analyst's Office, could be followed by annual budgetary gaps between $17 billion and $8 billion through 2026-27. The downturn is due to state revenues growing slower than spending, a possible precursor to a recession, the analyst indicated. The gloomy projections follow nearly a decade of growth, including during the COVID-19 pandemic. The state was overflowing with cash, thanks to a historic surge in tax collections on incomes, sales, and corporations. In fact, the top 1% of income-earning Californians pay nearly half of the state's income taxes, according to the state's Franchise Tax Board. And birthdays today include Gordon Lightfoot at age 84, film director Martin Scorsese turns 80, Saturday Night Live producer Lauren Michaels is 78, and musician Joey Williams of the Blind Boys of Alabama is now 60. And now back to your Thursday morning show, featuring your esteemed host, the one, the only, Paul Barbieri. 